Welcome to Choose to Dream. I'm your host, Anna Bohan, beauty business entrepreneur and founder of Mara Permanent Makeup Studio and Academy. I have taught permanent makeup and beauty industry marketing more than 5,000 people in only past four years. Most of them are women. I realized I just love seeing incredible women succeed. My mission here at Choose to Dream is to provide you with the knowledge, wisdom, encouragement, and inspiring stories about beauty business, personal brand, leadership, and what's behind. Don't forget to subscribe and share your feedback and reviews. Now, let's chase the dreams. Hi everyone, this is Anna. Happy Monday! So today's podcast episode is actually inspired by our beginner fundamentals course for permanent makeup that has just finished today. Today is Saturday when I'm recording this episode and I feel very inspired right after the last lecture and we were talking about pricing and how to set up your personal brand. So Time from time, we think for all well, for how long we have been in our craft, how much labor and our time we put in there. Or maybe, you know, one day you're just sitting on the couch or at work doing someone's lashes, brows, hair, and thinking of a pair of shoes that you really want or maybe wanted, but it was far out of your budget. What's one of the first thought that you will get? Actually, let me raise my prices. I work so hard. Why not to let my prices go up? Want to raise your rates? Wait just a second. When was the last time you actually reviewed the customer experience you deliver? Not just service. When you have a top-notch client experience, raising your rates won't turn off clients or potential new clients. In fact, according to a study by Tempin Group, 86% of buyers are willing to pay more for a great customer experience. Hey, girl, when was the last time you thought of not only improving your technique, but investing in your client experience? Not just the technique or the service that you provide, but the experience. Let's dive into some of my favorite ways to elevate the client experience. This episode will leave you feeling inspired and ready to kick up your methods and start building excellent reputation for providing the best client experience around. When I say client experience, what does that mean? It is how you or your company treats them. Their perceptions affect their behaviors and build memories and feelings that either turn them into a loyal client, basically you're a raving fan of your business, or into a never-see-you-again customer. We all had both, right? So when we think of kicking off someone's experience with you, your service or your business, it's about realizing and acknowledging that it's not about you, it's about your guest. 
Also, I actually like to call Mara Studio and Mara Academy clients, not clients, but our guests. We really feel like home. I really like this whole different interpretation of the word client and customer. I like them to feel like the guest at our house. Yes, so it is about your guest and not about you. You or your product is not the hero you want to place the viewer as the hero of their own story. When designing your website or structuring your social media feeds, remember about the user first. And keep in mind that fact that if your potential customer can't find what they're looking for quickly, or if they don't have the information to qualify themselves as a person in need of your product or service, you're likely to gonna lose them as a potential customer, as a potential guest. So an example from my industry that I really love with my whole heart, example of what I think potentially makes you lose so many customers. Well, I already told you that I have taught a lot of students, a lot of permanent makeup industry professionals. And They actually don't know, but I always spy on their pages. It might just not look that obvious that I watch them, but I watch every single student and I see all their success, which is incredible. And one of the things on Instagram that I sometimes note in a permanent makeup industry, what permanent makeup artists do where it annoys them when clients, potential clients, would DM them on the Instagram or message asking about their service, about the price, or maybe if it's painful or if it hurts, or again, many questions about the procedure, because this procedure is quite unusual. Agree with me. This is not just like a nail polish. Permanent makeup is still new to the US and in general to the world. So your customers have questions. So again, back to the story, I often see on Instagram on pages of permanent makeup artists where they share how it's annoying and it makes them feel tired that customers DM them, privately message them about the service or about the price. And I feel right away, it almost feels like they're screaming, look at my frequently asked questions page on my website. Look, look there. Don't ask me anything. I will not be answering your questions. And I personally right away remember one story that once hurt my heart, but eventually made my business and perception of it way stronger. Years ago, I had a client that booked a procedure done with me and then she just didn't show up. I really, at this point, can't even remember what exactly was the point with her. She didn't show up either two times or either she showed up much, much later both times or she wanted to cancel maybe very last minute. So I shared with her that deposit is non-refundable if you change your mind or if you come uh, much later, the deposit is my policy. That's what prevents me from, you know, not having anything to pay for my bills. So this is a deposit. That's how it works. And when she signed, that's what she agreed to. Also, one note, me as a new artist with barely knowing any English, 
I really wanted to explain to her how important it is for me to have the deposit. And I literally, with every single client, I was going into so many details, even with every single consent form, with each single consent form, I was going through it, literally through it. So I literally went through the whole frequently asked question and policy page on my website with this client, but she was really still standing firm on her opinion that she needs to get her deposit back. And in the end, I gave her an argument that, well, you know what, it's on my website and that's it. I'm not going to give you your deposit. We're done. Well, (laughs) in a more polite way. In the end, she said, One phrase that changed my whole perception of business. She said, well, honey, your website won't do the job for you. And well, in the moment I got angry and I was like, whatever. But right now and later with time, when I had that time to think about, I fully agree with that. Your website is your personal brand. It can explain what you do. It can answer certain questions. It literally can give your client a roadmap, what to do, how to react, what to expect, how much, and all these questions. But in the end, your website won't do your professional job of answering questions because either it's you, if you're a solo artist, it's you who are actually qualified to give that professional consultation almost, just give all, provide all these answers to your customers to provide excellent service. Or you have a separate person on your company who gives these consultations on the phone, through email, in person. So that literally was on me to explain to her on the phone or maybe in person prior to everything that, hey, yeah, this is my policy and that's how it works. But it didn't work back then like this. So I definitely agree that your website won't do the job for you. It's there to help, but not to replace you. And right now, let's talk about if everything makes sense on your platform. Whatever your platform is, I want to challenge you to think through every single step on your Instagram, for example, Instagram, someone needs to take find out about your services, your process, your products, and how to get in touch with you or book with you. Is it intuitive right now? Does it make sense? Is it clear to find? Is it easy for them to get answers to their questions? Think of their questions, not yours, your potential clients. What are their questions? Everyone wants their service to be more personable. I honestly and personally go to so many places, but I mainly remember not actually the most fancy, the prettiest, the most beautiful places, but most attentive to detail service and not necessarily actually the product. Were they smiling? Were they really willing to help me out? How long was it taken for them to respond or, you know, just in general, get back to me, meet me, greet me, communicate with me at all? So it all matters. If it's not, you're going to want to try and adjust it as soon as possible. Make sure that your website or whatever that place you own on the web might be, makes your potential customers excited about the prospect of the working with you and confident in what you can do. Make it easy for them to reach you. Make your work about them and their experience and try to anticipate their path or questions they might have before they can even ask them. 
One important rule I want to share with you. My main rule in all my trainings, in the products, in the services we provide at the studio, one, even with my team relations, is to under-promise and over-deliver. How many times do we hear that, you know, oh, thank you, it was good, or, oh yeah, I like it, it looks good, or that your place looks good. But how customers that have described your products that are good came back for more and recommended you to a whole ton of other customers? None? Well, it's because good nowadays actually is considered to be just fine. It's not really good, in fact. If someone describes your service as fine, well, you know you're in trouble, right? You, you already know what it means. The compliment as a word of good to any person that is achiever, the compliment to hear that they're good is like almost not a compliment because they know they could be excellent. Because when you work so hard for something and you just hear, you know, oh, thank you. Thank you. It was good. Well, I want to hear that I was amazing, that I was excellent, that I exceeded all the expectations and more. But listen, even excellent is not enough these days to have higher prices in a saturated market. All the markets are saturated right now. And to have the highest prices, you need to be not just excellent. To get your prices growing and your customers recommending you, you need to get outstanding. So remarkable and unparalleled with the price that you have that clients consistently and constantly think that you over-delivered and they underpaid. They underpaid you for the experience that they just received, that they got luck, that they have won the lottery to get something that amazing for such a price. When you go out for a dinner, just think about it. To find a dining, you know, spot, very last minute. So maybe it's not even the best place you wanted, but you expect it to be at least good. And then get super delicious dinner. Think about that super attentive server that maybe made a few jokes and remembered your name. Pleasant ambience, good music, enjoy that atmosphere. Maybe it's Italian, I'll just saying. Good, good, good amazing atmosphere. You enjoy it so much and then unpredictably you expect it to be so expensive because it seems so fine dining and unpredictably it comes to say a check of just $50. What are you gonna do? You're gonna run and recommend this spot to all your friends. It was so incredible, so, so delicious, so attentive, so, you know, just exceeded all your expectations and you just paid a little. You expected to pay way more and you paid a little and you're excited to share this spot with all the friends. You'll be at another dinner or maybe you will go to see your parents, to see your family for a weekend and you'll be like, oh, I went to this restaurant. It was amazing. It was incredible. I want to share with you because it was under-promised and over-delivered. That's how you align your service, product, and price together. Now, I want to give you my best advice that I can give you to raise those prices and exceed all the expectations and do more. 
One of my favorite ways to do this right off the jump is by providing a client welcome packet, for example, that digs into the fun stuff and the exciting thank yous. For example, maybe it's an email letter with a welcome, maybe thanking them for booking a service with you or purchasing a product from you. It can be literally just built to kick off that experience with confidence because after someone makes a decision, even if that decision is to simply contact you, you want them to feel confident that they made the right decision. One of the best things you can do for yourself and your client experience is to also make a roadmap of what needs to happen between a client booking and the delivery of that finished product. Well, for example, for us, it can be brows or, you know, a training or lips. And what are all the action items that need to happen and what is the estimated timing on these action items? For example, how much time it will take for that appointment? What exactly do you expect? Maybe some pictures, maybe some graphics. And when you plan out that roadmap, I would also call it a workflow. There should be a system that you can follow that will not only help you to deliver a standard exceptional service. Think that all of the magic is a super elevated client experience comes with the under-promise and over-deliver. Now, think, don't get me wrong here. I always think we should promise our clients the best of the best because that's what they deserve. I'd never tell you to promise minimal results to your client because what's the point in that? But I'd always keep your magnificent service a little bit of a surprise. I almost always will under-promise when it comes to my level of commitment, but then I'll always over-deliver on how I show up. Sometimes that's providing an additional service. Maybe you're doing brows, then provide some brow wax or maybe just a little bit of the lip balm on the lips when you just finished. I already was telling you that. And spending more time with the client, getting the finished product to them. You know, maybe you just will finish sooner than expected, not four hours, but two hours. And for some clients, that already will be enough. So showing up for them with a little extra support, uh, maybe delivering a bonus goodie, maybe it will be a Starbucks gift card. I don't know, whatever you think will make your service just a tad better. Maybe it's literally making a cup of coffee in the end of the service because they can't drink caffeine. And Afterwards, you show up with that cup like a goddess, you know, to them. So that's another thing. Over-delivering shouldn't ever be something that stretches you too thin, but instead something that lights you up and makes you excited to show up for your client. Sometimes over-delivering could simply mean sending maybe even extra email to your client to keep them in the loop. You know, just checking on them, how their healing going or how their lashes are lasting, how their hair is looking. Another time, over-delivering might just be an initial concept that you thought maybe, say, offering them color choice like ahead of time. Maybe you would think of a system of taking your client, if you're from permanent makeup industry, maybe they would send you a picture of their lips and you would kind of send them a picture where in a specific app, uh, like um, on the iPad, you could pre-draw their lips and almost like choose the color there so they can kind of try it on before they get it. So this is also an extra service that you provide. There are tons of different ways to show your clients you care, none of which you need to guarantee from the get-go. But just showing up because you want to, your clients will be impressed with your service and you'll be pumped to give it to them. 
make the extra cost worth the extra value you're providing. If you're going to raise your prices, which I'd bet you should, you also need to raise the level of service and experience someone will get from you. Keep that in mind and the best of luck to you. I think you are a deserving, beautiful creature. You deserve all the best, but please just think wisely. Think how your clients can be happy with just more that you can do. I remember the first time that I have thought of this, we created our signature water bottles for the studio. We created some signature, like a stand of a wall where they can take selfies. We created so many little things that make us exceptional and not just a good studio. Same for the academy. We just make the whole experience. For example, our students, they don't expect to get all the lunch breaks. They don't expect to get all the little snacks and some extra goodies. Sometimes they don't expect the online prep program that we send. Sometimes they don't expect the finalizing charcuterie board, like little things. But they make that final experience. Our service is great. And then that final note that makes it complete And, you know, I really see how it works and I wish you guys all of that and wish you guys to see all this happiness in the eyes of the clients when they leave you um, getting the product from you. So I hope this episode was helpful. You know how to find me, you know how to connect, ask me some questions and have a greatest Monday and make your service incredible this week. Think of your best plan and just shine out there, girl. I see you next Monday. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Find me on Instagram at anna.marstudio so we can connect. And check back next Monday for a new episode. Until next time, keep choosing your dreams, girl.